Hey, Magic Makers, are you someone who always wants to work out, but you always find that you're not able to squeeze them into your week? Do you feel like workout should be a certain amount of time in order for it to count? Or maybe always wondering, did I do enough? Well, if that sounds like you, keep listening. I am coming up with a new challenge called the seven days to recharge your metabolism. And it's perfect for the woman who's always looking for permission to get off the go big or go home train. You want to find a way to work out in an efficient and effective way and finally break free from being a desperate dieter to a woman who finds freedom in your body. Now, If that sounds like you, if you're ready to no longer feel like working out is a job and you want to get it done in 20 minutes or less, have more energy so you're no longer collapsing on the couch after a workout, you don't want to keep beating your body into submission because you just can't anymore, well, let's just say this. That's what we're going to learn over the seven days to recharge your metabolism. It is all about finding a way to build consistency in your workout, as well as create accountability and structure so that you won't always want to skip your workouts. So if you're done scrolling through the internet for random workouts that never give you the results you look, or you're always looking for shortcuts, this challenge is for you. So grab the link in my show notes, and it'll give you more information on this challenge. We start on March 20th. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, Magic Makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, Magic Makers, it's this week's iTunes review. Amy W. Fitness says, Kim knows her stuff keeps it real on all levels. Five stars. Awesome podcast series on relatable topics that women deal with. Kim's advice, along with her sense of humor, is what everyone needs to find their fit girl magic. Well, thank you so much, Amy W. Fitness. That warms my heart. If you haven't yet left your review, please head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and hit rate and then hopefully it's a five-star hint and leave me a review. Thanks. All right, Magic Makers, another great show on tap for you. Today, I want to talk about sustainable health. And that's one of the, I, I want to say my core principles is that I always am trying to share with you what it takes to have sustainable health. And sustainable health is the cornerstone of my coaching practice, right? You know, I have you know, three things I talk about, right? We want to work our five C's. Like we want to get clear about what it is that we're doing so that we ha- our choices line up so that we have a connection to our goals. We are creative with how we're going to get to our goals. We have the courage to do something different. And ultimately we will get to that place of consistency. And all of that wraps around creating our reps, right? Our goals have to be realistic 
We have to be excited about them. There has to be a plan and ultimately they have to be sustainable. And so when I put those two together, that's how I create this sustainable sustainable life. And so I want to walk you through, I think it's five, hang on. Actually, I lied. It's seven. I want to walk through seven ways to do that. And so the first place is that we have to always examine where are we? You know, we have to be able to say, okay, let's look at the landscape of our life. Where are we? Like what's on our schedule? What season am I in? You know, can I take on something big? Eh, Is it not the right time? And that way, because when I examine what's going on, I am less disappointed. So many times when I was a... um, competitive fitness coach. Someone would be like, oh, Kim, I want to do a show. Great. And then they'd be like, and then like the following week they check in like, oh, my family and I were planning this big trip to Italy. And it would be like two weeks before the show. And I was like, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to go on a dream vacation and be prepping for a show? Or there is a lot of life going on. You know, there's, you know, family issues, family drama. And I'm like, you already have a lot of turmoil in your life. Why would you want to throw, you know, a show into the middle of it? So we all have to take a look at like, what is going on in our life? And as I look at what I'm, in my life, I want to also say, what am I trying to achieve? I have to define, get clear about what it is that I am trying to achieve and how am I going to define my success? You know, so many times I think about like, um, I don't know if you've ever did a, uh, renovation, renovation. So uh, probably about 10 years ago, my husband and I renovated our kitchen and, you know, you go in with a vision, you go in with a budget of like, this is how much we're going to spend on it. Where the, you know, are we replacing the appliances? Are we not replacing the appliances? Are we redoing the floor? Are we not redoing the floor? And do I have money for contingencies? Because, you know, when you rip into a 1970s house, you want to find some stuff. (laughs) you know, that's just how it is. And so I want you to start thinking in in your life in that, in that way. I mean, you are renovation. We're 40 something year old work in progress. And so we have to define, you know, what are we trying to achieve and how are we going to define our success? And so as we're looking at our landscape, I want us to also kind of think of it in six buckets, right? Because it's really easy to be like, I want to do it all. <laughs> but I always say that, you know, what are we want to focus on the things that are going to really be the dial movers? Because inevitably, I'll get asked, Kim, what protein powder should I have? Kim, um, should I focus on macros or calories? Um, how many hours of cardio should I do? When am I going to get a treat meal? And I'm like, are those the dial movers, right? You know, I always talk about the big rocks. Um, and so the big rocks are stress management, sleep, self-care, exercise, nutrition, and mindset. Are they in any particular order? No. But as I listed them off, and I've done a whole podcast talking in great detail about the six big rocks, I want you to think about what one feels the easiest that I can start to manage. Which ones am I already just like, boom, 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 I'm doing them. They're on lock. I got it done, right? Where where are those focuses? Where's that focus? So like that's, that's as I shift, you know, take that kind of zoom out that 30,000 foot level, that's where I want to be. And then the second place is I, I got to start to shift my mindset. And that mindset shift is that I need to pick a pace and make peace with it. And I did a whole um, training for the girls in my Fit Girl Magic Society about this because I see it over and over again that I hear 
clients say to me, Kim, I'm behind. Uh, I'm like, who are you behind? Who is this invisible judge out there that you are behind? But when I take a look at my life and where I am, and if I'm in a very busy season of my life, I know that my pace can't be sprinting. I can't be running down the street like Flojo towards my goal. I might be creeping across, creeping along like a freaking turtle. So I have to think about, I have to pick a, uh, pick a pace and make peace with it. And so a good friend of mine, he is a marathon coach. And he's been, if you've ever run a marathon for a charity in the city of Boston, you've probably encountered him or heard his name. And so I remember when I first started working with him, um, I used to work at the Prudential Tower and the Prudential Tower is in the last quarter mile of the uh, marathon. And, you know, we're standing outside and I was like, Fury, when the elite runners come past, like, what are they doing? And he's like, yeah, they're probably doing, you know, five, six minute miles. And I'm like, the hell? And he's like, yeah, I go somewhere after Heartbreak Hill, they get their kick and someone starts to sprint. And so when it comes to running, comes to running marathons, you have to find that sweet spot pace, you know, especially if I'm doing long, long distance running, I have to find that sweet spot space pace, that pace that I can do over and over and over again. And I don't feel like it's hard. And then, you know, as you get closer to your end goal for the run, you still got something in the tank that you can build up your speed. And then by the time you get to, you know, the last, you know, you see the finish line, you're sprinting to it, right? So you have to hear at this point, it's like, you have to pick that pace. And so I want you to think about, I've looked at my landscape of my life. And I can, and I know what's going on that are outside of me that I may not have any control over. And then I have to decide, you know, let's think about the three lane highway. We have that slow lane, we have that middle of the road lane, and then we have the fast lane. Where can I be? Right. If I have a lot going on in my life, I'm in the slow lane because I might need to, you know, as cars start to merge in, as life stuff starts to merge in, I might need to slow down. Right. Maybe from time to time, I can move over to the middle lane, pass a car, and then get back to the slow lane. And then in the middle lane, like that's, you know, I'm on cruise control in that middle lane. And then on the left side, you know, I might be able to, you know, sprint for a little bit, but then I might need to get over to the middle lane and then get back to the fast lane or maybe go over to the slow lane. But I have to decide that I'm okay with the speed, the speed that I'm in. And that means putting blinders on and not being like, oh, Sharon over there, she's got this and that and no so-and-so and oh, how come Karen over there, she can do this and this. You got to be like, no, no, no. I got to run the, I'm all, I'm on the Kim show. I'm. It's all about the Kim show and everybody else is just a squirrel trying to get a nut. So we have to decide like, what, where are we, right? What, what is our pace and be okay with it, right? Give yourself grace if you have to slow down. You know, and I know all of us want to be that bucking Bronco, but you know, from time to time, we have to be like, you know what, this is where life, this is, this is what life is throwing me right now. And I got to show up for it. Then it comes into defining success. And here's where I always challenge people because so many people will say what they want, but there's no definition. It's very open-ended. It's like, oh, I want to lose weight. Well, how many pounds do you want to lose? Oh, I want to tone up. I'm like, what the hell does tone look like? Right. I don't even tones the soap from the 80s. You know, it's like I want to put on muscle. Great. 
you know, is there a particular area that you want to focus on? Are you trying to build shoulders? Are you trying to build a butt? Are you trying to build legs? Like what, where are we focusing building on that um, muscle? Because when you have a vision of where you want to go, you're connected. And I talked about that earlier. I'm connected. It's your why. And so many of you will say, I don't, I don't know what I want. I need motivation. You need a why. The why is your motivation. And I know we're all like, go, 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 go. But sometimes I need to sit down in the quiet and say, where do I want to go? And start to like put the, the, the seedlings, that's the word, seedlings in for for me in order for me to get results. So I need to be specific and I need to do stuff that excites me. You know, I, you know, so many people will sign up for the struggle. They'll be like, I need to be at the gym seven days a week. I need to do this. I need to do that. And I'm like, okay, so when are you going to sleep? Like you, you've signed up for every, all the hard crap, but you didn't sign up for any of the like things that bring you joy. And trust me, you know, I used to work out all the time to the point that I literally felt no joy. Like going to the gym made me happy. But then I was like, I would not look forward to my workout. I would be doing my workout miserable. And then just like only to like, you know, kibitz about it, moan about it and be like, I'll see you tomorrow. Right. So here's where we have to kind of, you know, define what success is and be okay with it looking a little different than what we think it is. You know, so many people will say to me, you know, back in my thirties or, you know, I did this, I did, you ain't 30 no more. Those, that ship has sailed. Our lives have moved on. Your life may have gotten a little bit more complicated. Maybe you have children now. Maybe you have a partner now, um, long-term relationship now. Maybe you have aging parents you're dealing with. Maybe your career is at a different level. Maybe you're just like, I'm tired. I don't want to make the time no more. I know that's the category I fall in. I'm tired. I do not want, I, I look back at my schedule and I'm like, how on earth did I make time for two hour workouts every bleeping day? Good Lord. Good Lord. Good Lord. Good Lord. So if you're tired, it's okay. Here's where you are in control. You can define that you want something different. You define that you're like, you know what? I tired. I want to give something new a try. So here it comes down to your small daily actions. You know, I grew up in the era, go big or go home. And it was, it was everywhere. Like, you know, uh, train insane, but eat clean. Like it was all of those. And I was like, yeah, pick me. I'm in it. But I, what I've realized is that it's what you can do consistently. It's what you can do day in and day out. It's like, um, you know, my spirit animal is James Clear. And he says, you are what you repeatedly do. So in order to get your results, you have to change your habits, your systems, and you'll hit your goal. And that is the, the, the formula, the Fit Girl Magic formula, right? So it's like, I have great habits that lead into great routines. Those routines lead to consistency and it's the consistency that gets me the result, right? So it's a step-by-step-by-step by step by step repeatable process. There's no praying, there's no rubbing a genie and hoping for the best. It's like, we, if we stop chasing hard and we break down the habit to something that is small, something that it's like, I take this small step and as I build on it, I'm going to eventually get to where I want to go. So first, we got to slow our tushies down. 
make peace with the pace and think about it like this. All right, here's an example. So I have a client that she's like, you know, work always seems to get crazy and I typically work out at night. And so when I work out at night, I find it's very easy for me to blow it off because I've had a day. Are you shaking your head? Like you've had a day. And that's one of the reasons why I started working out in the morning as well, because, you know, it's it's very easy for you to go into the day thinking everything's going to be right as rain. And then like, boom, something lands in your desk and you're like, great, gunga munga. So I said, all right, so you want to get up early. So the first place is that I know that it's it's a rare bird who can like, you know, jump into the deep end with a rock. But for many people, it's more about a stair step and she's a night owl. So I said, okay, we're going to have to kind of like look at your evening activities and start to see where we can make some tweaks. And so she's like, well, I said, well, do you have a bedtime or do you just stay up or do you pass out on the couch watching TV? Just like pretty much pass on the couch watching TV and or I'm on the couch until like I can't keep my eyes open anymore. And then I, you know, crawl myself into bed. So I'm like, all right, step one. Let's just start by setting a bedtime. So I'm like, for the next few days, see, you know, make note of what time you like pass up. So, you know, I'm making this number up, sort of this time up. So say it's like midnight. She's like, midnight, I find myself, you know, dragging my booty to bed. So I'm like, okay, so you're physically on your, on your phone, you're going to set an alarm for 1145. And when that alarm goes off, that's when you're going to go to bed. And I said, what time do you typically get up in the morning? And she said, well, usually my alarm typically goes off at 7.30. And I said, okay, so your alarm's going to go off at 7.15. So we're just adding 15 minutes. We're, you know, giving, taking you back 15 minutes from your, for bedtime. And then we're pushing you up 15 minutes for your get up time. And I said, it's, it's just, you know, and in that 15 minutes, do you have to get up and work out? No, in that 15 minutes, I'm just getting you acclimated to getting up earlier. And in that 15 minutes, it could be something as simple as you are breathing, you are foam rolling, you're doing something for yourself so that you start to like build the muscle of getting up early and taking action versus getting up early, having some coffee, you know, canoodling around. And no, not canoodling, because maybe you do canoodle in the morning, you know, no judgment. Um, I know me, like I have a very slow morning and there are times that I'm like, oh, goodness, I've been up since six and it's now 10. Can't tell you what I've been doing. (laughs) So, you know, it's more about getting into the habit of getting up, getting your booty out of bed and doing something. And it's not a huge thing, right? So it's like, and so every week we're going to bump it up. Instead of 11.45, it's now 11.30. Instead of 7.15, it's now 7 a.m. So it's like slowly we are, you know, moving our dials on both ends. So that's, you know, that's what I'm talking about, the small daily actions, right? So it's like we're picking a, but you have to choose a habit that feels easy to you right now. Right. I can't be like, if I hate running, perfect example, right. You know, every time I live in Boston and every time it's a beautiful day here, everyone, you see all these people out running and I'm like, do you like running? Like they have this like pain look on their face. So I'm like, if I hate running, why would I, 
I do it because someone told me if I run, I'm going to have a better booty. If I run, I'm going to lose the weight. If I run, I'm going to do this. Blah. If you hate it, stop doing it. So everyone runs. And, you know, do you feel miserable? So I want you to pick something that makes you feel comfortable. So for me, one of the things I'm trying to do is reading. So I, I started with like, I'm going to read 10 pages. Well, that was a lot for me. It was too much. So now I moved it back and I said, I'm going to start by reading 10 minutes a day. And every week I'm going to only increase it by one minute. So who knows by the time I slowly titrate myself up, I might be back to reading the 10 pages. Hell, I might be up to hundred pages. I don't, I'm a slow reader. So probably not hundred pages, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, I've been up more than I could choose. So I'm going to scale back that goal and make it 10 minutes, all right? So <clears throat> now we are moving into like, what does your environment look like? And by environment, I'm talking about the, is your world set up for success? So whatever the goal is that you're working on, is your world set up for success? So if I go back to the sleep example, your bedroom, right? Is it set up for sleep? Do you have a comfortable bed? Do you have, you know, is your heat too high? Is your heat too cold? Do you have a disruptive partner, right? Is your partner snoring? Do you have a disruptive dog? Do you have children? Do they hop in bed with you? Or are you, you know, are you still in the stage where maybe you have kids that aren't sleeping through the night, right? So what does your environment look like? You know, if I'm trying to, you know, work out, do I have equipment at home? And I don't mean a, mil- a lot of equipment, right? I'm starting starting a uh, workout challenge in a few weeks that the, you only need two sets of dumbbells, a heavy set and a light set of dumbbells that you could do it at home. So if you need to sneak in the workouts, you know, during Rona times, you know, at home workouts were the only thing you could do. So, you know, are you, are we, you are at that level. Um, so I really want you to look at what is your environment? Are you set up for success? And if you're not, how can you set yourself up for success? And as I do that, I need to start to think about what are the skills that I need to improve on? And one of the skills that I see regularly is that you might, this might be you, might be a friend. I know it certainly was me. That I was always looking for this magic plan, right? This magic plan that was going to save me from myself, save me from my crazy booty. And, you know, and we all feel that it's the holy grail. Like if you found this magic plan, all your problems will be solved, poof, solved. And that plan will provide you with, you know, discipline and commitment and motivation but I don't know who needs to hear this, but it's simply not true. Like, I, I mean, I get it. Like I said, I was looking for that plan too. But if all you needed was a plan, wouldn't the umpteen plans you followed before, they would have worked. Or have you found anyone who has found the magic plan and that's lasted, right? Anyone could do a plan for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, but you find someone doing the same same damn plan three years into it. You know, it's like, it's like do, do they actually, if they say that it works, did they actually get and keep their weight loss goals? Or did they have to do something else to do it? And, you know, this plan could be the very reason why you aren't losing the weight and you find yourself repeating the same mistakes over and over again. So if it's not a plan, what should you do? And I know like the industry keeps telling you, like you need to, your workout should be two hours and there shouldn't be any rest days. And, oh, buy a Peloton or get beach body and no cheat meals and work in those body part splits. But 
what you need to figure out is that like you need a, a plan that helps you achieve your goals, right? Like, so what are the things you need to do to achieve your goals? Because the ACSM, that's the American Council of Sports Medicine, says you only need 150 minutes a week of exercise with two of those days being strength training. So here's your permission slip to stop crushing it every damn day. Working out shouldn't feel like a punishment. Working out shouldn't feel like a drive. Shouldn't feel like a job, right? And so that's when one of the things I discovered was I was done with the stops and starts. I would go hard because like this week, I'm gonna be on point. And then I would stop. And then I'm gonna be on point again. And then I would stop. And so that's when I discovered metabolic conditioning because it brought back my joy. I was lifting weights but it was combined with cardio and I was in and out of the gym in 30 minutes. And so I still got that feeling that, that, that I love that feeling of lifting weights. I love that feeling of sweating, but it wasn't like, because I was there. So I got over the duration and the constantly and started focusing on the intensity and my consistency. So literally, you know, how much longer can you keep up with your current workout schedule. I don't know about you, but that life drained me. So imagine that you're no longer spinning your wheels and you're going two times a week. I'm oh, sorry. You're no longer going two times a day, but you can squeeze in a workout three to four days a week in 30 minutes or less. And so you're spending less time and you're able to get what you want done. You're able to you know, these short, effective workouts help you lose the body fat, gain the muscle mass while boosting your metabolism. So that's one of the, like the shifts that I had to make in order to create my sustainable life, because that's, you know, being two hours at the gym is not how I wanted to spend my time. I was like, I was missing out on things because I was so obsessed with going to the gym. So I had to, this helped me start to enjoy the process, which is the last place I'm going to leave you with. It's like, I have to enjoy the process and not just the results. Because when I keep focusing just on the results, that's when I get disappointed, right? I get really disappointed because in my mind, this week I did, you know, I was, did my cardio, I ate great. I did this, I did this. And I'm like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, the heck? Like nothing's changing. And you get pissed off and then you're off again to that magic plan. So here's where I want you to start to think about is that if I keep looking at the process, I will, if I keep looking at the results, I will always want to quit. But if I start thinking about how do I get to the, how do I get to the results? How do I create this so it's a repeatable so that if I mess up, because you will mess up, that's life, instead of throwing away the whole darn plan, I could be like, you know what? I messed up on step five. So I either go back to step four or I look at step five, assess, maybe it was too hard for me. Maybe I thought, you know, like if I go back to the sleep, it's like, you know what? I thought I was ready to bump it up by another 15 minutes, but I wasn't. So I'm going to go back repeat the last step until I I'm confident that I can move up to the next level. And we have to be honest with each other. And so with ourselves, and that's one of the reasons why you have a coach, because if you do mess up, if you are, you might be moving too fast or maybe you're moving too slow, but it's like a coach helps for you to see your blind spots, right? We all have, we all have blind spots. I do too. You know, I, there are certain things in a workout that I will never do. But when it's on a piece of paper, I'm like, okay, all right. 
I guess I'm doing those, you know, burpee pull-ups as much as I don't want to, I'm doing them. So I really want you to start thinking about, you know, where, where are you right now, right? Take, take that assessment, take a look at what you're doing. What are the daily actions that you're doing? Are they moving you closer to your goal or are they moving you further away? You know, where's my mindset? Is my mindset in that place of like, I have to do all the things I've been doing this for 15 years and I don't know how. Okay, I don't want to do anything different because it's comfortable, right? It's like that like old coat, that old blanket, it's my whoopee, and I just like being here. Have I taken the time to define what it is that I'm working so hard towards? What does success look like for me? Is my environment set up for success? Do I need to learn something else? Now, when I say learn, it's not like full stop. I'm going to learn over here and not do anything. I'm talking about as we broke down our six big rocks, there's something that I could be working on. And then there's something that could be in the hopper. Like I'm, you know, needing to get some more skills in a particular area versus press stop and then moving on. And then lastly, like, am I enjoying what I'm doing? Am I enjoying my workouts? I, I get it. Like, I, do I skip to every workout? No, but I don't dread them. So if you're dreading your workouts, maybe they're a little too challenging for you right now. Maybe you're just doing the same crap that you've been doing over and over again. You know, I, I had a client, she would do a boot camp in the morning and then she would do um, a, a workout in the evening, like a, another hour and a half workout in the evening. And I was like, why do you do both? And it was, she's like, well, I like the camaraderie of the boot camp." And I was like, okay, but why do you have to go back at night? And she's like, because I've always worked out at night. So it was more about, it was just what she did. So it was like, we really had to start to work out with like, okay, let's come up with something else you do in the evening so that it's not just working out. You know, it was part of her identity, but it was also part of her environment. And it was also part of her schedule. So as a coach, it was like, you know, starting to, you know, figure out other ways that she can get her socialization, figure out other ways that she could use her time efficiently and effectively without, you know, beating her body into submission. So again, that's one of the reasons why you work with someone is that they're able to help you with those sorts of, um, those sorts of things. So here, here's what I know right now. You got a choice. You can continue working hard for with little or nothing to show for it. And actually that's what most women will do, right? They don't, they fear the unknown. They know if I do this over and over again, even if it's not working, I just know what, I know what to do. Or you could be that person who wants to find joy at the gym again, wants to look forward to your workouts, wants to look forward to having a sustainable, healthy life and just feel good in their body and finally see the success that you've been looking for with less effort. So I'd love to hear, how is this landing with you? Do me a favor, you know, reach out to me in the socials, screenshot this um, at Kim Jefferson Coach on Instagram, as well as on Facebook. And I'd love to hear what's going on with you. So enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks so much for making me a part of your day. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. 
The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.